Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's May 23rd. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. The Astros just lost the fourth game of a four-game series to the Chicago White Sox, 4-0. They won the first two games pretty easily. Great pitching by Peacock, an almost no-hitter. By Justin Verlander. Wednesday, they were cruising along. And then Chicago just wipes them out. And tonight, the Astros playing with no energy. Playing with no heart. Playing with no desire. What was wrong with the Astros tonight? The kid pitched tonight. He did not do well at all. That's Three games he's pitched. He pitched great his first game, the one that I went to, and since, nothing. He's pitched badly. Not horribly, but not good enough to be in the rotation, and we're going to get to that. On TV, the announcers, Jeff Blum, Callis, they seem to believe that he can turn it around. They seem to believe Strom can help them out. They're not counting them out. Me, however, I am. I'm counting them out. The Astros need to find a fifth starter. Brad Peacock looked shaky at the beginning. Lately, he's looked pretty good. Garrett Cole was at one time 1-4. Evened up his record at 4-4, started turning it on. He got lit up this week. But he's okay. We got four decent pitchers, which means we're good for the playoffs. I do, however, believe that the Astros will go starting pitcher in the trade deadline. Some people still talking about Dallas Keuchel. Grady asked me, would you take Dallas Keuchel Right now, for $5 million, my answer was yes. It might take him a while to get in the groove, but I believe he's staying in shape. I believe he's ready to go because if he shows up for some kind of workout or a tryout with another team or with any team, and he's 14, 20, 30 pounds overweight, they're not going to give him a job. The guy's in shape. And he's got to be better 
than any option we have right now in our 25-man roster. He's got to be. I don't think Dallas Keuchel's that great. He started out horribly last year, and he ended up pretty good. Um, we'll have to see what happens. I don't, I'm not saying I want Dallas Keuchel. I mean, there's other, other people to get. It was just a question, would you take him? And I said yes. He's a better option than what we have now. I do believe we need a pitcher, but we're going to get to this. So, talking with some listeners, Mark and Grady, Mark suggested that I do a show where I give some opinions instead of just doing a recap. So I'm going to do a quick recap, and then I'm going to answer some of these questions that Mark asked me the other night. So if you have questions, find me on Twitter, at Rob Fontenot, or at Astros Podcast. It's that easy to find. If you want to text me questions, 210-919-1695. Or, like I said the other day, scroll down, find the show notes, and click message. And you can send me a 58 or 59 second message. I'll play it on the show. If it's a question, I'll answer it. If it's a comment, I'll respond to it. Whatever you want. So let's go over these games. Monday, the Astros win 3-0. Very easy. They won easily. Peacock, five innings, two hits, no runs. Devo, Harris, Presley, Rondon, none of them gave up a run. Osuna picks up save number 12. Correa had a sack fly. Jake hit his fifth homer of the year. And Tyler White. Finally, Tyler White hits a home run. First home run of the year. Does that mean anything to me? No. But are we going to get to that later? Yes. Tuesday, the Astros win 5-1. to one. Justin Verlander, 8 innings, 1 hit, 1 run. That was a solo home run. I had been saying to you on the podcast that it seems like all of Verlander's home uh, runs are solo shots. And I believe Blum said during that game that nine, his last nine runs allowed, I could be wrong, but his last nine runs allowed were off solo home runs. So I'm not just imagining this. It's happening. So Verlander, eight innings, one hit, one run, solo home run, 12 strikeouts. He had a no-hitter going into the sixth, I believe, and ended up going eight innings. Verlander, Said it before, say it again. Our number one pitcher by far. Hector Rondon pitched the ninth inning and he had two strikeouts. Yuli Gurriel, two for four with a homer. Brantley, one for four. He had two RBIs. And Diaz, two for four at the time. Diaz hitting 277, filling in nicely, very nicely for the injured Jose Altuve. The Astros not missing a beat. Wednesday, things changed. Cole, five innings, six runs on seven hits. James gave up two runs. Astros were up three to two, and the White Sox score six runs in the top of the sixth. 
It looked like the Astros had the game, or at least it was close. Cole got blown up six runs in the sixth inning. He didn't allow all of them. I believe he allowed four. Josh James allowed the other two sometime in the game. Not sure. Alex Bregman, two for three with a home run and a walk. Torino's two for three. The Astros hit into a double play in the bottom of the first, bottom of the second, and they hit into a triple play in the bottom of the third. So all of that happened, and they still had the lead going into the sixth inning until the White Sox exploded. So it was a winnable game, but it was crazy. A triple play with Jake Marisnik batting, one of the fastest guys on the team, It had to be perfect. He had to perfectly hit that ball to third, and it had to be hit hard. That guy had to make a perfect exchange and throw the second baseman or the shortstop, whoever caught the ball, and threw it to first. It had to be perfect, and it was. Tonight's game, not much to talk about. 4-0. Astros lose. They split the series. After making me think after the first two games, that it was going to be an easy sweep. However, the pitchers on Wednesday and Thursday were actually good. Nova, and now I can't think of the guy's name. I want to say Benatendi, but that's the guy that plays for the Red Sox. Garibaldi, Giancarno, something like that. I apologize to all of you for not knowing his name. I just watched the game, and... uh but anyway, he's a good pitcher. He's 5-1 and one on the season. Why do I know that? Um, so anyway, horrible game. Very boring. I didn't even finish watching it. Astros, four hits. I think the White Sox had 11 or so. So they got destroyed. They didn't get destroyed today, but they couldn't, they couldn't do anything. Corbin Martin gets the start. Six hits, four runs, takes the loss. That's two bad outings in a row. And we're going to get to that later. So after this game, the Astros will play the Red Sox this weekend. It is a Sox week. The white ones and then the red ones. And then coming up after that will be a three-game series against the Cubs. So the Astros 33 and 17, the Boston Red Sox 27 and 23, and I believe I may have said this before, but Boston started out like 2 and 13. They started out horribly, and some people including myself considered them dead. I didn't think they were going to do anything, but When you have Bogarts, Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez, you're bound to come around. So what are the pitching matchups for this uh, weekend series? Friday, Sale. Chris Sale versus Wade Miley. Mr. Consistency. Just on paper, without looking at their stats, you think Chris Sale, Wade Miley, Chris Sale probably is going to dice the Astros up, but not too fast. Chris Sale is 1-5, 4.31 ERA. 
which you would think if you're one and five, your ERA would be a little worse. I think Chris Sale has been getting beaten up on the last couple of starts, so he's probably not going to come in with too much confidence. The two games I'm going to Saturday, David Price versus Brad Peacock. Hopefully, Peacock pitches like he did in his last outing. So that's two lefties in a row for Boston. And Sunday, Rodriguez, 4-3, and three, with a 5.43 ERA versus the main man, number one pitcher for the Astros, Justine Valander. So let me tell you this. To see this guy with a 5.43 ERA taking on Verlander, that makes me happy. Because it feels like I'm at least going to see the Astros win one game. I can tell you this. It's very fun when the Astros win Saturday because it makes the drinking funner afterwards. I haven't had a drink. I've had one beer. I've had one beer since the brain tumor in November. And this weekend, I think I might cut loose and have some more. But anyway, it's fun to win on Saturday because the drinking and the partying. I mean, I'm 48 years old. My friend Frank is 48 years old. Partying is not what 21-year-olds do. What I'm saying is I'm not going to party like a 21-year-old or an 18-year-old or a 25-year-old. I'm going to party, but I'm going to party like an old man. So this makes me pose a question to myself. I go for the weekend. We drive down there, watch the game, go have some drinks, spend the night, watch the Sunday's game, and drive home. Which one of these games would I rather win? Saturday, you have the after I can, you can call it the after party, the drinks after the game. Victory beer, if you want to call it. Great way to... It, may, it would make the beer taste better. If you win on Sunday, you get to drive home a happy man. And the last taste on your tongue or your lips about the Astros will be that they won. But I don't know which one, if I could only win one, which one would I win? Oh, man, that's a tough question. I'm, I don't know. I don't want to lose either one of them. But I guess from what I said earlier, I'm going to go a Saturday. What would you rather have? So anyway, looking at the standings, the Astros are seven games ahead of Texas. Seven and a half ahead of Oakland. 10 games ahead of the Angels and 10 and a half ahead of Seattle. Top three teams in baseball according to winning percentage. Minnesota. I believe last time the Astros are number one. Minnesota and now the Yankees are number two. The Yankees have more injuries than any team in the world and they, are the, they have the second best record. That is going to be a tough team when they're all healthy. Uh, Stanton, the guy that came from Miami, that guy has multiple injuries. That guy hurt himself while rehabbing his injury. Uh, I remember Aaron Judge being hurt. I don't know if he's already back. I, like I said before, I don't keep up with anyone but the Astros. 
So let's get to some of these questions. We're already 14 and a half minutes into the show. So I hope you want to listen to a 30 plus minute podcast today, folks. For you, it's going to be Friday. If you listen to it in the morning on your way to work, it'll be Friday. Maybe you'll listen to it on the way home, but you must listen to it before the game on Friday. But maybe not. I don't know. Maybe you don't have to. So Mark, you, while we're in a group text with Grady, he said, I don't, it would be nice. I don't know exactly what he said. I just read it, but I don't remember. But it said, I'd like to hear your comments, your opinions on different stuff about the Astros and not just recap. So I believe I said this earlier. So that's what happened to this. That's what's going on right now. Mark has three questions for me, and he also answered them for me. So let's see what I think is different than Mark Yu's opinion. And as always, everything that I say, every answer that I have when someone asks me a question about the Astros is straight out of my head. If I have to research and find something out to answer something, I will, but I'm going to answer these off of my head. And some things I do know because I look it up for the podcast. So I do know some things. So question number one for from Mark you: When should Alvarez be brought up? Now, this is a tough question, but maybe it shouldn't be. What I want the Astros to do, and I've said it before, they have too big of a bench. And they need to go with that extra pitcher. What's happening these last few games, the pitchers are getting tore up. And I believe tonight was Davinsky's third outing in four or five games. These These uh, bullpen guys are getting taxed. So I say they need to get rid of one of the... That's how they are right now. Right now they have 13 pitchers. But what happens when Altuve and McHugh come back? That actually is the last thing I'm going to talk about. This thing might be longer than 30 minutes. So I hope you're ready for it. Thanks to Mark Yu for dragging this out, folks. You can text him. Not you can't text him because I'd have to give you his number, but you can find him on Twitter, Mark U, somewhere. Anyway, Mark's answer is as soon as possible. And if he was sitting here next to me, I would ask him, who are you going to get rid of? And his answer would more than likely, easily, and it would be my answer, get rid of Tyler White. Easy answer. But you have to remember Altuve is out. So when Altuve comes back and you got Alvarez on the team, you're going to have to get rid of Tony Kemp because you're not going to get rid of Jake Marisnik. And I'm kind of getting ahead of myself and maybe I don't even have to do the last part because I'm answering it now. If you, I don't know. I want him up just as bad as you. But one thing 
that I've read and heard AJ Hinch say in interviews, he's they're not going to call. Maybe it ain't AJ Hinch. Maybe I'm making that up, but I've, I've read it. Let's say I've read it. They're not going to call him up until he is a good, capable position player. He has to be very good, major league ready, left fielder, or they're not going to call him up. They're not going to bring him up to play DH. They're not going to do it. Right now, I didn't agree with it at the beginning of the season or the preseason when I found out that's what they're going to do when they didn't get Nelson Cruz or try to get Encarnacion or something like that. But I like it now. I I didn't like it at the beginning, and I like it now. I like bringing Marisnik in to play center field and letting Springer DH. Bringing Kemp in right field or left field and letting Brantley or... Or uh, the Woo Man, I can't think of his name, Reddick. Or let Reddick have the day off. I like it now. I don't, I don't think the Astros need an all-time DH. So if they call him up, they want him to be an everyday player. So we've got Springer. All three of the outfielders, I believe they all have one more season on the team. And Yuli Gurriel, who plays first, is locked up for three more years at the minimum. So if he does get called up and he is a proficient left fielder or first baseman, I mean, what are you going to do with these other guys? I don't know. He would be perfect to rotate. He could play DH, left field, first base, DH. It will be nice. Now, am I personally okay to risk losing Tony Kemp to call him up and give him a try? Yes. I would, I'd be willing to risk it. This guy is that good. But, like I said, what I've heard, what I've read, they're not going to call him up until he's a proficient, professional Major League Baseball left fielder and I don't know when that's going to be. Um, question number two. I hope that answered your question, Mark. Here's question number two. If you've got questions for me, send them in, folks. Uh, number two, what should be done about Tyler White? You know my answer to that. Mark says, get rid of him. Mark, that's my answer, too. I wish that the team was set up where we could just call up Alvarez and get rid of White and nothing else had to happen. So I'm going to get to that later too. But number three, is Corbin Martin ready for the rotation? Mark said no, and he needs more AAA work. And after tonight, I say no. No, he's not. Is McHugh ready? No, he's not. We are hurting for a fifth starter, fifth starter in the rotation. I was talking today. I said Framber Valdez was five and one last year in starts. 
Josh James could start. Let's give these guys a chance. I think they have the experience. They may not be, like Framber Valdez may not be athletic and be as gifted as these other guys. But they have the experience. Give them a chance. Call him a cue. Leave him, leave him in the bullpen when he comes back. Is Corbin Martin ready? No. Okay, so. Another thing. Um, Grady, longtime listener, he wants me. Apparently on one episode, I ranted. I guess I was angry about something, and he asked me, I believe, it must have been on Tuesday or Wednesday, he asked me to start a, a uh, I can't think of what it's called, I was going to say a section, but you know what I mean, a part of the podcast called Rob's Rants, and I told him, I don't have anything to rant about, but when I do, I will, and I'll rant. So I'm a podcast of the people. I've already said that before. Whatever you want to hear, whatever you want me to talk about, all you have to do is relay that information to me and I'll do it. I wish I had something to rant about, but I don't. So, what what I was going to talk about, I got something written down here. That's why I, I stumbled a little bit. So, going back to what should be done with Tyler White, should we bring up Alvarez? So this is one thing you got to remember, and I've already said it. Altuve is still on the injured list, and I have I didn't hear anything during the game, and I haven't read anything. The last thing I read is that he is ready to go on his rehab stint, either in Round Rock or Corpus. They haven't decided... So I don't know when that's going to be. I thought it was Tuesday, but it, I don't know when it's going to be now. I don't. I have no idea. But he's coming back. So to me, the automatic move is when he comes back, you get rid of Rodgers. Brady Rodgers, not saying he did bad. I would also be okay with getting rid of Davinsky, but however... That's just from my memory, but I was watching the game tonight. Coming into that game, three outings in a row, no runs. Tonight, four. That's four outings in a row. Devo, I guess he stays. So, I mean, not that Brady Rogers did anything wrong. He's just the odd man out. Because when you bring Altuve back and you don't get rid of a pitcher... You, ha- you would have to get rid of Tyler White, who's hitting 233, and he finally has a home run. I'd be okay with that. You'd have to get rid of Diaz, who is number five. Did you know this? This could be a stat some of you don't even realize. 25-man roster. But I guess it's only 12. 12 or 13. He is fifth. Fifth on the team in RBIs with 22. I didn't know this. Jake, he's the best outfielder on the team. And now he can hit. You can't get rid of them. 
Tony Kemp, he's flexible. He plays left, plays center. Now he plays second. He's been doing very well at second. He has tough at bats. He's he's fast. He can run the bases. He can come in and pinch run. He's valuable. Tyler White is the least valuable person in the entire lineup. The Astros would not miss this guy one bit. They need to trade him. Cut ties with Tyler White. Hey, that sounded pretty good. So let's say they get rid of Rodgers. What do you do when Colin McHugh comes back? What do you do? Do you send... I was saying Altuve comes back, Rodgers is gone, McHugh, Tyler White. But possibly Rodgers is gone, and then they could send... Corbin Martin back, move Josh James or Framer Valdez into the rotation, and they'll be the same as they were. 13 offensive players and 12 pitchers. Which I don't want them to be like that. Like I said, when these pitchers get rattled, they only last three innings, you're going to tax that bullpen. So we'll see what happens. So that's my page. That's my, hey, I did get it in 30 minutes. So I just want to say thanks to everyone out there for listening. Uh, tomorrow is Friday. Um, Saturday, I think Frank is picking us up at 7 in the morning. Um, so possibly Friday. I can do another one after the game. So go on Twitter or text me. 210-919-1695. Text me. Or send me a message on Twitter. What do you want me to answer? I'll answer questions or I'll talk about stuff. If you guys could send me questions like Mark, you did, I could do podcasts all the time. I'm not an expert. I don't know it all. But I watch all the games that I can. I follow them closely. And I'll give you my opinion. Because that's all this is. It's my opinion. It's my hobby. It's fun. Work's getting in the way a little bit of it. But, you know, I try to do one when I can. But anyway, I hope you did enjoy that episode. Don't forget, send me a message. Scroll down. Scroll down. Look for the show notes. Send me a message. Ask questions, comments, whatever. Thank you to Mark Yu for the questions. And thanks, Grady, for the recommendation of starting Rob's Rants. The next time I have something to rant about, I will totally rant about it. If I don't have anything to rant about about the Astros, I'll rant about something in real life. How about that? I I could rant something today. A guy was taking forever to go left and I almost missed my turn. Something like that. We'll see. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.